<laughs> you are listening to Think. It's like Think, but with an M instead of an N. I'm your host, Nicholas Pooh. Are you, are you cold? Do I need to get you like a blanket? You sound like you're shivering a little bit. I was trying to do a Vincent Price thing, but I don't really know who Vincent Price is or have you, watched anything he's ever okay, been. Okay, so. you gotta think more like, uh, like end of thriller, like darkness falls across the land or whatever, you know, but a little bit more spookier and better. The Midnight Hour is close at hand. Yeah, that's Vincent Price. Okay, well, I did my thing. And if it's which not was Vincent Price, ghost. if I'm mistaken, and it's not Vincent Price, it's a very good pastiche of a Vincent Price. Nice word usage. How about you introduce yourself and stop critiquing my fucking intro? Hi, my name is uh, Vincent Price. <laughs> Well, if you, if you take the initials and then flop them around. Yeah. If you put my name into like a blender and just hit puree and then dump it out onto like a plate. You're puree vine. Yeah. I'm Paul Vine. You can come up with something spooky. I, what's spooky about? Hello, Paul Deadly Vine. Uh, uh, no, come back to me. All right. I'm Harold Bond. Also not. Okay. I, Mine's easy, admittedly. Yeah. I mean, I can add can an be, ES, Harold Bones. Oh, that's good. Harold Bones is very <laughs> Harold good. Bones. Holy shit, that's very good. Um, yeah, I just don't have. How anything. about like Paul Spine? That's. I guess. I mean, it's kind of aping off Harold's thing. Yeah, yeah I don't want to do that. Like, like I'm thinking like a poison poison vine kind of thing, or but like that a is, thorny. That's yeah, not spooky though. It's not really spooky. <laughs> So you're just Paul Vine, and yeah. we both have good things. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome to the Think uh, Halloween Spooktacular. Is this the second one? We did one. Did we do one last I think time? We do, I think we called one the Spooktacular last year. I don't know if we actually did anything for it. Yeah. Because it was right before, it would have been right before Election Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it would have been like so the this week is, before. So this is a real Spooktacular. We're going to get really spooky. Um, we're all dead. We all died. That's why I can't think of anything funny to say. And, uh... Comedy, so, comedy leaves the body when you pass away, unfortunately. For Paul. And for, and Paul. We still maybe have it. Um, yeah, and we're just gonna scare some, scare some people. We're gonna share some spooky little scares and some scare some little Talk s- about our spooks. <laughs> that didn't turn out right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cut that. Oofa, doofa, um, Jesus. Uh, this is we're gonna talk about our favorite Fuck. scary, scary media. Um, What's your scariest media? What's my scariest media? Mine's a PDF. I Ooh. was gonna say uh, clay pots. Why? What do you got against clay pots? The ghost. Huh? Ghost. Ghost? The movie Ghost. Oh, with, yeah. With Patrick Suaze. <laughs> and Whoopi Gold. You know, the crazy thing is, like, you think that's a romantic scene because it's Patrick Swayze, and then who's the female lead in that? Um, Demi Moore? Is it Demi Moore? I feel like that's right, but I have it's a Demi Moore type, if not her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But it's like actually just Whoopi Goldberg and her. Yeah, yeah, that's a really beautiful part. No, that's very good. And then I, he, everyone gets turned into a ghost at the end. I'm, I've not seen that movie. And then they, yeah, I, I have it on VHS. We're gonna watch it later. Oh yeah, 
Sweet. That's how I plan on spending. Or we can watch it now and pause. Just kidding. Not a repeat of the Grease 2 episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that's how I plan on spending my weekend is to consume some of my favorite uh, horror films. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Wreck. The Wreck series. Well, Rex 1 and 2. Rex 3 is... Are you talking REC? Yes. Okay. Yes. Record. Yeah. It, this, this... I mean, I get Rex right, but it just feels wrong to me. Yeah. Because I don't talk about it with people because I've never seen it. Oh, man. It's very good. It's eh. my favorite. You know what film. I say? It's too many short... Give me one long movie. Not a bunch of short little, little ones. No, it's one film. It's one long movie. But I thought it had like... What's... No, you're thinking VHS. <laughs> Well, also three letters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. VHS is the one that's like a bunch of montage mo- montages. That's not the word. No, uh, it's short films. It's like yeah. an anthology. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, that's okay. My it's, bad. You know, it's where people thought Adam Wingard would be good. Who? Adam Wingard. Wing- mm. Winger. Winger. He he did like him and like Ty West are the two names that I remember. I know Ty West. I like Ty West. He did House of the Devil. Though, House of the right? Devil's really good. He did. Shout out to House of the Devil and Ty West. Pretty good film. And then he did Innkeepers. It's got uh, my favorite person as the phone operator. Lena Dunham. Lena Dunham as the phone operator. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember Yeah, finding that out like this year. Um, but Adam Winger did... Uh, he was one of the driving forces behind VHS. So he has a short story in VHS. And I believe he has a short story in VHS 2. Yeah, and everyone was like, "This guy's gonna be fucking great," and then he did. I believe you're next, which was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he did the Death Note Netflix movie. Oh, which everyone hated. Which is everyone hated. It. Yeah, it's not good. But it has Willem Dafoe as that like Death Angel, right? Yeah, and it's got Jill Garvey, the actress Ooh. that plays Jill Garvey in Lost or Lost uh, Leftovers, basically the same show. Yeah, I haven't seen um, either of them. So um, she plays Mia. Whatever they turned her name into, I forget what what they Americanized her name into. Paul, remember you can't breathe. Oh, that's right. I stopped breathing because you're dead. That's true. <laughs> this is how we solve that problem: <laughs> me breathing too loudly is we've killed me so that I don't breathe at all. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, man. So, how should we start it? We have two copies, two different versions of Scary Scores to Tell in the Dark. I feel like I'll just ask. Uh, uh, I want to get to that. But let's start out with the tried and true method. Do any of you have any uh, personal spooky stories? Hmm. Any uh, any ghosts? Any goblins? Any ghouls? Or I think the scariest story that I had that personally happened to me. I feel like this is going to be something not that scary. That's ironic. No, this is a real thing. This okay. is a, this is so every year in the month of October, I like to pack into my car with my friends and go drive around and try to find the this, the haunted places in Cincinnati. There's a couple. oh really? I've never been invited to that. I don't know if that's true or not. I, I okay. I I just I honestly don't remember because it's I don't think we did it last year. Oh, that would make sense. But but I think that like the year before that. Yeah, I mean, it's usually like John and Jeff and I, and then when Jason was here, Jason would go sometimes. So I'm just. Not it's not like we like we're like, hey everybody, let's go do this mm-hmm. and fuck Nick. <laughs> I hate him. Um, Even though I think all the listeners of the podcast kind of know that's the yeah, subtext that's, I mean, of this. That's, yeah, it's just sexual tension. <laughs> it's just sexual. T- it's true. I mean, that's that's what keeps people coming back. Yeah, it's like when are they well, gonna, when are they going to say back on audio? Yeah, wait, hold on. Why'd you say back? 
because uh, you should have just said it keeps people coming. <laughs> oh, with a U and an M M. Yep, two M-M. two M's. Two M's. Um, but we would pack into my car and go drive around. And one, what the fuck is the name? Lick Road. Okay, like I've a, been there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we drove out to Lick Road. Is that in Kentucky? It's no, it's in Ohio. It's okay. it's in Ohio, but it's like kind of on like the west side. If I remember correct, it's been this was like. I think four or five years ago. Uh, are you building? Can I interject with my quick story? Oh, <laughs> can I cut nothing, off your story? Nothing from my spookier story? than something interrupting the thing that's currently happening. So yeah, go no, ahead. No, keep going. No, no, please. No, you first. There's so much tension. <laughs> Jeez. So we drove out to Lick Road. We did the whole thing where we drove down it. It was kind of foggy. It was yeah. dark. It was kind of spooky. Did you all get licked? We didn't get licked. <laughs> Um, we reached the end, uh-huh. and then we turned around and we drove back. And I posed the idea: what if we came back down the road and we just arrived at the end of the road again, mm-hmm. and we were just trapped on it forever? And that's oh. not what happened. What happened is we we went, we stopped at a stop sign, and the ghost that haunts that area's name is Amy, I think. Okay. Um, Good thing it, you know her name. It, but when we stopped at the shout stop out sign, Amy, Ghost Amy. Yeah, when we stopped at the stop sign. Like leading away from it, somebody had written on that sign, Amy or whatever, and it was highlighted by like the headlights of the car, and it freaked us all out, and we drove away. Uh, and then before uh, I went to bed, I went into the bathroom and fogged up the bathroom, and then wrote uh, Amy on the bathroom mirror, mm. so that whoever took a ba- uh, shower the next day and it would fogged back scared. up would get spooked. I'm pretty sure that's also every ghost story ever. Yeah, it's just that one person like. Effectively, ghost stories are a meme, and just like people keep playing along with it, and then convincing other people that something spooky is going on. Yeah, we did the thing where you know about us pranking Kyle, right? Mm. Where we moved all of our cars. It was uh, also 2012, I think. We moved all of our Good cars movie. down to the Kroger parking lot, mm-hmm. so it looked like nobody was home. It's Chase and I. And we were assholes. Um, we turned on all the lights. We turned on the projector. We turned on, like, Will's TV in the basement as loud as it would go. Um, and we, because we knew Kyle was going to be home soon. Yeah. So Jason hid in his room and dropped a line through the floor. Like, the, there's a hole in the floor for cable. Dropped a line to the power breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tested it a couple times to make sure that he could actually turn the power off to the house. From his room. So he hid in his room. I hid upstairs in Jeff's room. And when Kyle got home, you know, all this stuff was just running. It was really loud. And he was just like, hello? And we waited until he goes downstairs. Kyle's room was in the basement. We waited until he gets downstairs to his room in the basement. Jason cuts the power to the house. Um, and then I sneak out of Jeff's room and go and turn the shower on upstairs and Kyle's just kind of saying hello and he comes upstairs he turns the shower off and goes back downstairs and I come out and turn it back on again after he's downstairs and at that point he just fucking booked it he was just like fuck this (laughs) yeah I'm not messing with this shit which is good that's smart that's what you should do if you ever like think that you're either being tormented by serial killers yeah uh, or ghosts I 
Um, that's that's an elaborate prank. That's, yeah. that's really good. Yeah, yeah. We, it was. We felt very good about it, and now I'm looking back. I'm like, was that a dick move? And no, it was very funny. It was. Yeah, <laughs> I um. <laughs> so I've never had a, a prank to that degree. I guess my my story to share for this is um. So in <laughs> it's not like it was not around Halloween time necessarily. I don't remember when it was, but um. There was, like, a, a small house party in high school that, uh, like, a bunch of my friends went to. I feel like it was, like, I feel like it was 15 of us there. And uh, most of us were in the garage smoking weed. There's maybe, like, three people not in the garage. And then at some point... So it's not a house party. It's more of a garage It was a get-together. <laughs> it was a garage get-together. Yeah. And, uh, but we were, you know, in high school. But then at some point, we smoked, there was, like, a knock. I think I hadn't smoked. I'm pretty sure I hadn't smoked. And uh, there was a knock on, like, the garage door. And, like, I was like... <gasps> and then we looked, and it was, like, someone wearing a Batman mask. And, like, half the people just booked it. Just ran out of the garage. Just, like, grabbed their shit and Because they out. were... Real quick, was they were they in your head? Is this because they were high enough that they thought... I think it was a combination of is that the cops and also Batman? <laughs> yeah, like they like they had the Batman begins like yeah. fear toxin response to Batman where yeah. they thought it was just a demon. I think a lot of people's immediate response was like I'm smoking weed right now and there's some stranger we should book it. Yeah, it's definitely. And so like half the people left and I actually had smoked and I was kind of high and I saw it and I was like that's probably just Joe. He's not here. It's probably just him. Why are you guys all scared? And I waved because <laughs> they can't see that. I waved. Yeah. And then just Batman mask. And then it left. And I was like, just being goofy. And then I walked out and then Joe was there not wearing a Batman mask. And I was like, what's going on? And then that's when like shit started happening in the back window where there was like shit thrown at the back window. And we're like, fuck. And everyone like freaked out and then like hid the shit. And then like, I think, so all but th- four of us ran downstairs, and I will get to downstairs, but, so three people remained upstairs, four people remained upstairs, it was uh, the guy who had the house, who like armed himself with uh, like a baseball bat, he had like a baseball bat, and then, um, Batman's greatest <laughs> enemy, <laughs> the bat, and then um, there's a, fr- a friend who grabbed a wine bottle, and then another friend grabbed a, uh, I don't want to use any names here, uh, used a uh, football helmet. And later, when asking him why he grabbed the football helmet, he was like, you can just like, <laughs> you just had someone. And I was like, all right. And then another friend, a friend of the podcast, Michael, I'll reveal Michael for this, just kind of stood in the kitchen upstairs. <laughs> he was just kind of the in-between point. And so the rest of us were going downstairs when those people were getting armed. And then there was, like, apparently, like, people, like, trying to, like, fucking get in through the, like, front window. Like, there was, like, a kerfuffle at the front window. And we were, like, we had to fucking go downstairs. We ran downstairs. And then we went to the, like, master bathroom. They had a big bathroom downstairs. And we all got, and we all, like, stood in the bathroom. And then I don't know how, because I was, like, easily the, like, weakest, scrawniest 
lankiest person there. I wound up like master of the bathroom where like everyone else was standing behind me. One of my friends was in the tub while his girlfriend and with like the curtain half drawn while his girlfriend was like standing next to him. Another friend was standing with like his girlfriend right behind him, just like protecting her. Was this her. all in Eastgate? Yeah. This was on Brantner. Jesus. Yeah. And and just standing and like waiting. And I remember a moment where I'm like can we take this fucking washer off the wall and, like, block the door with it? And so I just, like, stood by the door. And I remember hearing just the guy who owned the house yell, Who the fuck are you and what the fuck are you doing in my house? And then I heard some commotion. And then I heard walking down the stairs. And I thought I heard one of my best friends who had stayed upstairs with a weapon giggle. And then there was a knock on the door. And I heard the giggle, so I thought it was okay. And I opened the door, and then what I, what I thought I saw was an insane-looking homeless man wearing makeup. Pause. Cliffhanger. Hey, Michael. Jesus. We're recording a podcast about that time at Spencer's house. Batman. Be quiet, and I'll finish the story. Okay, so... So immediately when I saw what I thought was a crazy homeless man wearing makeup, I just grabbed him by the... My immediate response, which I'm very proud of, was to grab them by the fucking neck and cock my fist back. And then I started, like, at this part, like the very beginning of the swing, I just heard, Nick, 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 with my best friend's voice. And I just, like, stopped right next to their hair. And then I looked again and realized that it was a girl who was at the party's younger sister dressed as the Joker. <laughs> and then her older sister was dressed as Batman. And they just came to fuck with us. Oh my God. <laughs> but like the next time I saw her, she was like, remember that time you must punch me in the face? <laughs> It'd have been really funny if this ended with you like going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, in court, the the judge is just like, Batman was there. Why didn't you let Batman handle it? I'm still, like, I'm still honestly proud that my initial response was to seeing a surrounding face. I couldn't. I didn't know. It was the Joker. It was the Joker. I genuinely thought, like, this is an insane long-haired homeless man. Your initial reaction is to punch the Flashpoint Joker in the face. Yeah, which I don't think is wrong. That's just his mom. She's still crazy. And it, Flashpoint, for everyone who doesn't know, is an alternate reality in the fucking Google DC it. universe. Yeah. Where fucking Bruce Wayne's mom is the Joker and his dad's Batman and he uses and guns or some bullshit. Bruce I don't Wayne watch that dead. shit. DC's dumb. So is Marvel. Comic books suck. Well, there goes half our list. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I like that. I like the mask and Terminator comics and Simpsons comics. And Spider-Man. I like Spider-Man. Alright, I don't think any of those... And Watchmen. No, the mask... I know the mask did a crossover with Lobo, which is DC, but I think the mask is... Is the mask separate? That's like a... Yeah, it was. Okay, it's like Dark Dark Horse? I think it was Dark Horse originally. Okay. It might have been like another thing that got picked up. Which I think is owned by DC. Now. Now it is. Okay. Dude, the mask originally is fucking nuts. Yeah, no, the... I mean, Stanley Ipkiss, like, murders his wife, right? He, um, no. It's actually way different. Um, Harold, do you know about this? Mm -hmm. Like, the original mask? Okay, so, like, the original story of the mask is that, like, 
Stanley Ipkiss is like a cartoonist and not a banker, like Jim Carrey's character. Uh-huh. It's just this like banker, or not a banker, he's a cartoonist. And um, he goes to like find something for his girlfriend for his anniversary because he kind of forgot. And he goes to this weird store and he finds this like mask that he thinks is really neat and he buys it. And then he puts it on and it turns him into a homicidal asshole. Like, he's basically the cartoony, like, Jim Carrey mask. But do you remember the scene in The Mask where, like, he goes to the the mechanics? The, yeah. And he, like, he's just like, a couple of lug nuts or something. And just, like, beats up one and then puts, like, a muffler up the other's butt. Does he actually do that? I haven't seen yeah, this movie since the mo- I was a in kid. In the movie, so. he does that. Yeah, in the that. movie, he does it, and it's graphic. They show all of it. It's yeah. very weird. And, like, hey, that's a joke. It's very that's clearly Jim Carrey <laughs> doing this to, like... Some poor B-roll you're ruining. You're ruining the actual thing. They don't show it. It's just later. It's like, guys, like, I got a muffler in my butt. And, like, that's a joke because it's very kid-friendly. But what actually happens in the comic is that he stabs one mechanic to death with wrenches. And then the other mechanic, he rips out his, like, skeleton. And then when they find him, it's just, like, his flesh stretched over a muffler. Yeah. And it's fucking graphic. And then also there's the scene where, like, the muggers try and mug him. And he does the carnival barker scene. And then he, like, makes a balloon, like... Assault right? Yeah, Tommy gun. And he just like shoots at them and they run away. In the comic book, he murders all of them. He like kills so many people. And he kills a ton of cops during the bank robbery. He kills He does still sing Cuban Pete though. He does not sing Cuban Pete. Uh but the whole thing is that like he takes the mask off and he's like, What the fuck did I do? And then his girlfriend and he's like still feeling lingering effects and he starts like beating his girlfriend. Hmm. And then his girlfriend's like... She puts on the mask. No, no. She's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, I will not be with you. You're abusive. And so she kicks him out of the apartment. But while he's out, he, like, still feels those effects. Like, it's an addiction. He needs the mask again. So he tries to break into the apartment. And she just shoots him and kills him with a shotgun. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And, like, that's, like, I think the third... Yeah, it's pretty issue. Yeah, it's, it's like early pretty early on. on, and then they're just like, "All right, now it's just about." Well, then like a cop gets in, becomes like a bad cop, and like pretty much everyone that puts it on is like, "What mm-hmm. is happening to me?" Because the whole thing is that the mask is like supposed to be like where Loki is confined. Like it's the god Loki's mask, yeah. and I forget if it's like a thing of him or if he's like confined to the mask. But it's basically like he's like a reckless, homicidal, like mischievous god that like gives people these powers when they put on the mask. Which is right. It's really cool when they did the crossover with Lobo, who already is like a homicidal maniac, yeah. uh, who gets tasked with hunting down somebody who's been destroying planets. And he tracks him down, finds it's the mask, chases the, chases the mask for a while, and winds up going through a wormhole. And then he's the, the guy that yeah, killed he, the yeah, entire... And then he gets the mask on, and he's the one that was destroying the planets. I read the Wikipedia page for Lobo recently, yeah. so I know that. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> Spooky things. Scary things. Yeah. Oh, did I? Yeah, I finished my story. About yeah, about how you, you yeah. almost... You tried to pile tombstone yeah. pile driver. I mean, ultimately, the moral of that story is that I almost punched a 16-year-old <coughs> girl in the face. But the other side of that is that she really scared me. Yeah, she she deserved it. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, no. That's and then all of us were sober and we stayed up till like six a.m. getting fucked up again. You have anything? No. No. Honestly, no. 
<laughs> That's good. Yeah. yeah. You've lived a safe life. Well, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. I practice everything I do with extreme caution. So That was not one of those nights for me. I uh, see so you guys really none none of you have ghost stories. Nothing. <sighs> Never been spooked. I mean, I have the thing is, is I don't really believe in that stuff. I don't either. But that's but I thing. have one right. But that's the thing. It's like I go out and I've like done gone to these places that are supposedly haunted, and like I'll get like relatively freaked out especially if i'm with people because we can kind of all buy into it together it's like a mass like you know mass delusion kind Mm of yeah um see that shit doesn't work for me whenever it's like like i will only believe something if it's just me if i'm with other people i play the role of the skeptic mm -hmm. every single time like whenever any like i remember one time which i was gonna talk about when you talked about going to lick road where uh, me and I think like three friends, well, it was two friends, and then an older guy who was driving who I did not know that well and felt kind of weird about. But um, we're like going to all like the spooky places, like downtown Cincinnati, and like we went to Kentucky, like northern Kentucky. And I the remember the scariest place of all. The scariest place of all. And I remember going to like Davout Park, and there's supposed to be this place in Davout Park where. Um, like, the thing is, like, a bunch of children died there. So if you, like, turn your car off and put it in neutral, the kids will, like, push you to safety in a way that they never had. And then we did that, and the car rolled forward. And yeah, we were like, cool. oh, my God, the kids are pushing it. And I remember immediately being like, pretty sure it's just slightly downhill. Yeah, I think we're just slightly called, downhill. That's called gravity. Hold on. Yeah. Let's get out of the car. Yep. Look. Slightly downhill. That's what happened. We just did what gravity does. There's no ghosts. Sorry. Uh, do you guys still want to hang out? No? That's fine. Can you drop me home? <laughs> I mean, that's like... Now, there are the places where, because of the lay of the land, it looks like it's uphill, mm-hmm. but it is a downhill. It was, yeah. it, it was one of those places where like it looked like it could have not been, but then I put my head down on off and I was like, yeah. Yeah. Come on. Come on, guys. Do you think kid ghosts are just going to wait to push a car, like, four feet? Yeah, also, if they were murdered, like, what? what? <laughs> Don't you want peace for them? Like, yeah. not just them to kind of hang out on this residential street and wait? Well, that's what kids like to do, is hang out on streets like cul-de-sacs. It's like the, what, the Ed, Ed, Nettie stupid thing? Ed, Ed, Nettie. The, the, like, the belief that they're all dead. They're all- I don't. All, all, all those things are silly as hell. Yeah. Every like fan theory is just like all all the characters are dead. Like this yeah, it's is purgatory. Al- it's always just like, what if it were grimdark? And it's like, no. What like you just have to come up with like kind of an insular premise for a show to work. And you could argue that's purgatory, but pretty much to make a show work, you just have to have the well, same characters the in the same, same place. Thing about Lost, and that's wrong. They're wrong. Lost is clearly not. They're not dead the entire time. <laughs> it's not purgatory. It's very clearly laid out in the fucking goddamn TV show. If you just watched and paid attention, instead of spending the entire time asking, why is there a polar bear on the island? It's like, well, they answered that in season three. Okay, I feel like I'm not sure because I've not watched it, but I feel like all of that's sarcastic. What? No. I have not lied. That's all true. 
They're not in purgatory? They're not dead. They're not in purgatory. Let's just start a separate pod. I actually was talking to my friend about this, which if you guys want to get in on, where he wants to do a podcast where it's watching Lost. It's just people who have never seen Lost watching Lost, but they start at the last episode and then work their way backwards. Oh, like reverse. Oh. That just won't work. Yeah, see, you won't last very long no. doing that. Now, what I've always wanted to do is somebody did a cut. They Shout out, out to Adam. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'm down. <laughs> but I've seen Lost, so. Yeah, they did it. You a- can just be there as like the like supervisor. Yeah. yeah. But they, they, so what they, somebody did do is they did a cut where they took every scene from lost and put it in chronological order mm. like they cut up all the episodes of like all the flashbacks that sounds like a lot of work <laughs> yeah it's well it's like what the kind of like what they did with the star wars prequels huh where they fixed them which ones the <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna play with you in this space <laughs> sorry i know you're familiar with star wars mhm and the prequels uh... <laughs> You mean like the, the Phantom S- Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, with all your favorite characters like Watto the Toydarian, <laughs> and uh, I do like Watto, Jar Jar Binks, because he's like a very offensive stereotype. I yeah. also like Jar Jar because he he's an he's even more, more offensive, offensive yeah, stereotype. Yeah. yeah. When I watch Star Wars, what I'm really looking for is just overt racism, and well, you really get it with the prequels. That's what's great about the prequels, is that, like, Steven, Spiel, Steven Spielberg, who made the Star Wars movies, this is canon, uh, <laughs> if you go back and listen to some of the old episodes, you'll realize that this is a callback and not me continually fucking this up. Well, don't say that. <laughs> uh, Steven Spielberg, who made the Star Wars films, uh, when he did the, the first three or whatever, uh, they were like... We can have some stereotypes in there. Mm-hmm. Like we can kind of play in. Like Chewbacca's space. black, as we <laughs> talked about. Yeah, before. Chewbacca's black. Uh, the Ewoks are. Um, did we figure out what the Ewoks were? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say the thing that I think we. I don't think they're. Are they Jews? Ewoks? Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, they're definitely not. Are they like? Are they Arabs? I don't. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, it's definitely like they're like a savage tribe that like lives in the trees. Like, it's not good. Wait, sorry, the Ewoks? Ewoks. Yeah, you remember the Ewoks? What are you thinking of? Jawas. <laughs> oh, on, yeah, the, yeah, the Jawas. Jawas are Jews, right? The scavengers are, uh, yeah, yeah. like early Jews. Yeah. You know? <laughs> like, like Old Testament Jews. Yeah, like merchants. Yeah. Mm. And then, yeah, the Tuscan Raiders are... Um, See, remember, like, before we started recording properly, how we were talking about some of the things we like are problematic? Yeah. Well, we're Star doing it right now. Yeah, so. well, but, but, we're, but we're, we're engaging with it on at the, the you know, how Steven Spielberg <laughs> wanted us to, which is to realize that these are all filthy, filthy races, and we should all fall in love with the beautiful white man, um, which we call You know what's Mark actually Hamill. really rad about Star Wars that is a serious thing? Um, Princess Leia rules. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also, like, George Lucas originally wanted... Um, sorry, Steven Spielberg. Uh, originally wanted a, uh, Asia, a Japanese actor to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. 
Oh, to, to really make sure that people realize that he was stealing from Rashomon or whatever? Uh, from the Hidden Fortress. Hidden Fortress. He, he yeah. actually did want the guy, the actor that plays the like young samurai in the Hidden Fortress, Fortress to play Obi-Wan Kenobi. And when he reached out to him, the guy was like, I don't really want to act anymore. Like, I don't want to do Western films. Every time I've tried it, it's been shitty. And so they got, like, an old British actor to, like, kind of do the, like, yeah. knight thing. But originally he did want, like, very much like a samurai. Like, someone who has a history of playing a samurai in films to fill that role. And I think that would have, like, been awesome. And yeah. more, like, I feel like Star Wars would have been better if it had been that guy. Yeah. Because he also, like, if you've watched those, um, uh, oh God, Kurosawa films, like, he is easily the standout actor of every single Kurosawa film that he's in. Yeah, I love Alec Guinness and all the <laughs> Kurosawa films. No, I don't remember the guy's name, uh, which sucks. But he's like, uh, he's in Rashomon, he's in the Hidden Fortress, he's, uh, is he in Seven Samurai? I think he is. I'm pretty sure he is. He's like almost, he's like in every great film. Not and he's a very versatile actor. Was he in Gone with the Wind? Uh, yeah, he was the one that was like, f- f- he was Charlotte. Yeah. Okay. Well, that wasn't spooky. No. But, oh, but, wait, well, last but thing. racism is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was it? We're, but we're, to get back. Yeah, anyway, this is the prequels. The whole point of the prequels was that Steven Spielberg was like, Let's just take the subtext that was there in the originals and let's just make let's crank it to twenty two. We're just gonna just whoop and make everything real racist. Mm-hmm. And he's like, remember how in the original one the protagonist was like a teenager that didn't understand anything? Now it's a fucking kid. Relate to a kid. You gotta relate to a weird big headed nine year old now with a bowl <laughs> cut because it's the nineties. And like his mom dies, so he murders a bunch of. Well, that's later. His mom dying is really the, um, yeah. I mean, Anakin's mom dying is 9-11. It's implied that his mom is, like, sexually abused. Yeah, but but what I'm saying is that his mom dying is 9-11, and then him going back and slaughtering the Tusken Raiders is the Iraq War. All right, I just want to take a moment right now (laughs) and say, like, who's our demographic? (laughs) Because I feel like... It's down to the actual listeners that we have. I feel like everyone that would like this <laughs> are the people that listen to this. Yeah. Yeah, there's like 14 people. So this is for you, everyone that listens to this. And it always will be. And don't worry. I am I guess I'm going to be the one that gets in trouble for referencing the... Star oh. Wars. <laughs> yeah, Steven Spielberg's going to see Steven Spielberg's Star Wars. Uh, well, as Steven Spielberg said, white slavers. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That. <laughs> Disney's just a bunch of white slavers. Man. But Last Jedi going to be good. <laughs> we'll see. What? We'll see. The Last Jedi? The book? What? The movie. Oh. The yeah. like new one that's yeah. com- coming out in like a month and a half. Right. Laura Dern's in it. I love her. Gosh darn, do yeah, I love Laura. It's going to be a, a scene where she's riding in a, a speeder in the desert, um, and Sam Neill is going to climb out the side, and there's going to be just a big old brontosaurus. 
Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be spooky. A remake of Jurassic Park. Let's get back to spooky. All right. None of you have ghosts. We talked about yeah. Star Wars. Let's yeah. get back to the spooktacular. <laughs> what's your favorite scary piece of media? Hold we on. Talked about hold this, on. Right? Hold on. How long? We've been recording for like should half an hour now. It's been, yeah, 35 minutes. Yeah, we should take a. So, what I want to say before we take a break, which I'll do it. All right. If it's the N word, you shouldn't say it. No, I just want to share my ghost story, which like I thought you shared it already. No, I shared my like scare. that was a prank prank story. That was my prank story. That, that was, was my your scary almost prank beat up story. a girl story. Yeah, that was the only time that. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was a kid, I always, I remember being very afraid when I'd go to bed that like I had left a door unlocked. Like I was always very afraid of like home intruders. You know, mm-hmm. because I watched a lot of like fucking my parents just watched like network TV and network TV teaches you to be afraid of everything, you know, like a lot of X-Files and, and which very much teaches you to be afraid of everything and just like NYPD Blue and then CSI and shit like that. Different strokes. And it was yeah, different strokes and like Mr. Belvedere. And I was just pretty sure that like. If we left the door unlocked, someone would come in and murder us. Like, that was a thing I was certain of when I was a kid. So every night, I'd try and go to bed, and then, like, I couldn't. Or most nights, I'd try to go to bed, and I couldn't. Until, like, I checked the front door lock and the back door lock and checked them a couple times and made 100% sure. So I remember one night, I tried to go to bed, and then I couldn't. And I was, like, really freaked out that night that, like, one of the doors was unlocked. Like, I was certain of it. Because, like... It was just my mom. My dad would be working, so he wouldn't get home till later. And he would, like, stay up for a while. So I just wanted to be sure, like, we were safe before my dad got home. And sometimes I couldn't sleep until I heard him come home. But I remember one time I, like, went out and I checked the front door and then I checked the back door. And when I went to check the back door, I remember seeing in the back doorway the, uh, it was like a door and then a window on each side. And then out the right window, which was covered in a curtain, because we didn't want anyone to see in, I remember seeing, like, a blue, like, shape of a woman in, like, a dress, like, a flowy dress, like, just kind of linger and walk by. And I was freaked out at first. Are you sure it wasn't a zombie? Was, do they light up? What? No, that was a cranberries joke. That was a cranberries joke for you paying attention to home. I don't get it. It lingered? Okay, I got it. Wow. That, that was, wasn't that, that was good. A, that was a stretch. <laughs> that was not, I feel like that kind of killed the dynamic that I was going for in telling <laughs> that story. That's fine. Uh, I'll try and get back to it. Anyway, I remember um, <laughs> just being like, oh, well, that was like a, a, a woman that was like, because there were apartments in that corner behind the window. Like, that was just like some lady that walked in front of the light and like that was the shadow. And then I thought about it, and I was like, I'm going to go to bed, because that's all I saw was just a lady walk past, like, a light post. And um, I went to bed, and then thinking about it later, that's definitely not how light works. Like, when someone walks in front of a light, you do not see their silhouette illuminated, and then nothing else. Yeah. So I just saw, like, a blue silhouette of a person. And I don't understand it, and, like, maybe I was asleep, and maybe, like... It's just a dream that was very realistic that I've since interpreted as memory because I do not believe in ghosts. But 
that's something I saw that stands out to me. It's like, that's my ghost story. Like, that's the thing I saw that's like, genuinely, if it happened, I have no recourse of explanation. That's pretty spooky. Yeah. It's spooky. And on that spooky note, uh, how about we go to a word from our sponsors? Let's do it. All those sponsors we have. Every single one of them. Love us. Love, love our sponsors. We love them. We love you. We love our listeners, too. So, stay tuned. Buckaroos. Hello. The agency that I work for has taken out this ad time to deliver a very important message. Never in the recorded history of humankind has there been a single, proven, credible instance of anything paranormal or supernatural occurring. Any example of such has simply been the product of an overactive imagination. There are no ghosts, there are no ghouls, there are no goblins. There are simply strange occurrences in a human mind that seeks to explain the unexplainable. There is no happy end. There is no truth. There is nothing good. All truth seekers ought to continue no further before they find themselves at the end of a path of which there is no escape. That is all. The message is over. We're back. You think that was a better Vincent Price? No, that wasn't Vincent Price. That was just like that was like Booberry. <laughs> all right, that's fine. Is that what you call him? From the the from Booberry cereal, <laughs> yeah, from the cereal. Yeah, that's Booberry. We're back. I don't think that's what he sounds like. I, I think, think that's, he does. I think that's more of a Count Chocula. Yeah, that's not like Count Chocula. Count Chocula. Yeah. Okay, well, they're all the same. All those. <laughs> they're not. Okay, Booberry, those... Count Chocula, and then what's the other one? Frankenberry. They're Frank different. Frankenberry's different. Why did they get two berries? Couldn't they come up with another thing? Yeah, like uh... Franken raisin <laughs> for adults. Uh. I mean, I would be into that, but I don't think kids would be into that. Exactly. The kids have the berry and the fucking chocolate. I mean, nothing's scary to kids than, like, Raisin Bran. Raisin Bran. I don't know. That's all I got. Uh, Okay, so this is the spooktacular. We're halfway through. I feel like we haven't gotten spooky enough. Like, we've shared some stories. I'm not even a little scared. Can we talk about the Loveland Frogman more? I don't. Do you feel like it was that it's like legally the frogman's husband asked us to stop. That's That's true. He <laughs> that's did true. He did yeah. send us a restraining order. Um cease and desist. Um ipsum factum. Should we read uh, a scary story to tell in the dark by Alvin Schwartz? I don't know if we should read that. I mean we can. Yeah. I'm totally down to do that. Cuz but the thing is those stories aren't scary. None of these stories in this thing are scary. What if I just, like, change a word? Like, this one's called The Hook. What should I change the word hook okay, to? Okay, everyone knows The Hook. What should I change the word hook to? Penis implant. <laughs> All right. The hook <laughs> is now the penis implant. And let's see <laughs> what happens. This is going to be like when you read Harry Potter and you change wand to wang. Yeah, I uh, actually, this is very short, so I feel like it's going to be pretty obvious. Donald and Sarah went to the movies. Then they went for a ride in Donald's car. They parked up on a hill at the edge of town. From there, they could see the lights up and down the valley. Donald turned on the radio and found some music. 
but an announcer broke in with a news bulletin. A murderer had escaped from the state prison. He was armed with a knife, and he was headed south on foot. His left hand was missing. <laughs> in its place, he wore a penis implant. Let's roll up the windows and lock the doors, said Sarah. That's a good idea, said Donald. That prison isn't too far away, said Sarah. Maybe we should really go home. But it's only ten o'clock, said Donald. I don't care what time it is, she said. I want to go home. Look, Sarah, said Donald. He's not going to climb all the way up here. Why would he do that? Even if he did, all the doors are locked. How could he get in? Donald, he could take that penis implant and break through a window and open a door, she said. I'm scared. I want to go home. Donald was annoyed and also sexist. Girls always are afraid of something, he said. As he started the car, Sarah thought she heard something. Or someone scratching at her door. Did you hear that? She asked as they rode away. It sounded like somebody was trying to get in. Oh, sure, said Donald Trump. Soon they got to her house. Would you like to come in and have some cocoa, she asked. No, he said. I've got to go home. Which later he'll realize was the wrong answer to that question. (laughs) He went around to the other side of the car to let her out. Hanging on the door handle was a penis implant. Spooky! So the thing about uh, <laughs> anyone else? <laughs> All right. All right. I mean, I feel like are this... we gonna do the word change again? <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah, I feel like that's the only way to get around the copyright violation of yeah, reading something true. by yeah. uh, Alvin Schwartz. The estate of Alvin Schwartz. Oh, uh, let's do. Uh... Oh man, I'm trying to remember which one these the good one. Uh, Cause I see, I liked I liked all these. Growing up, and again, the stories themselves aren't really super scary. It's the drawings, and it's really, it really upsets me that they like republish them, but mm-hmm. they got a they changed the drawings. Yeah. yeah, the new illustrators, the guy who did all the stuff for um, the series of unfortunate events. It's I like, like him. Then he's but good. It's but just not. Yeah, it's not it doesn't insane. fit because like. Stephen Gamble are fucking. Ter- he's fucking terrifying. He's, yeah, I don't know what's wrong with him. Scary little, <laughs> scary because little drawings. The stuff that he does is absolutely. It'll fuck you up. Well, there's nothing better for a podcast than talking about pictures. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, this one's called the Walk. Okay, so uh, instead of the walk. No, no, because the walk is the walk's a verb. It's got to still be. Well, I guess it could be. Did they even mention? The word? Yeah, the, the word walk is in here a lot. Okay. okay, we gotta replace it with a verb. Yeah, yeah instead can, of the walk, either the walk or uncle. You could replace uncle or walk or both. Both. both? Okay, probably both. All right. What do you want to do instead of? This is fun, actually. I like ad. <laughs> let's like do ad libs of scary stories to tell in the dark. Mad libs. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That's not what you said. <laughs> we have proof. Um. Okay. How about Brad libs? No. So. Um, I feel like instead of uncle, it should be Supreme Justice Antonin Scalia. Okay, yes. All right. So my uncle is now going to be Supreme uh, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Former. Former. Uh, well, he's dead, so what's the prop? Late? Yeah, the late. Yeah. The late Supreme, Supreme Court, Court Justice, Justice Antonin, Antonin Scalia. Scalia. All right, very good. All right, and then instead of walk. All right, Harold, that's on you. No, I can't do that. Oh, no, instead of a... Okay. 
instead of walk. Because um, I, I automatically just think fuck. Yeah. I think fuck. So, let's just yeah. do fuck. Let's, just <laughs> no, let's do it. All right. This story is called The Fuck. All right. <laughs> Late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia was fucking down a lonely dirt road one day. He came upon a man who was also fucking down that road. The man looked at late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, and late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia looked at the man. The man was scared of late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, and late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia was scared of that man. But they kept on fucking, and it began to get dark. The man looked at late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia... And late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia looked at the man. The man was very scared of late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. And late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia was very scared of that man. But they kept on fucking, and they came to a big woods. It was getting darker, and the man looked at late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. And late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia looked at the man. The man was really scared of late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. And late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia was really scared of that man. But they kept on fucking, and deep down into the woods they went. It was getting darker, and the man looked at late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. And late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia looked at the man. The man was terrible scared of late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. And late Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Scalia was terribly scared. Ah! <laughs> That's the end of it. Yeah, it, it literally ends with now scream. <laughs> that, was that was amazing. Yeah, was very, that turned out well. That was actually a scary <laughs> thing that happened all night. <laughs> Anyway, that's how uh, <laughs> Lays room court that's how became basically died. <laughs> yes, fucking in a dark woods with a strange man, as his politics would suggest. That's a joke in Big Mouth, is that he was a repressed homosexual. Really, I haven't watched all of Big Mouth yet. Well, I would read this called The Babysitter, but I feel like I know what we'd replace this with already. You could go to the, the third one. third one's got some good stories. All right, it? we didn't... Okay, you don't want to do The Baby Fucker? <laughs> yeah, I'm, no. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> that's fair. I understand. I feel like it. you get one. You get one fuck replacement. All yeah. right. I just immediately. Oh wait, that's different books buying <laughs> on the stories contained within. Uh, but I just do want to say that he has a book called "Cross Your Fingers, Spit in Your Hat," which I think could allow a lot of fun things. Uh, okay. Uh, well, there's one called "Faster, Faster," but I feel like that speaks on its own. I like that because I would definitely replace it with uh, Master Blaster. I mean, we can do that. It's only two pages long. I don't know how well it would work. I don't think that would... Would it work? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I mean... It would be funny. It wouldn't be spooky, <laughs> but it would be funny. Because I assume there's probably a part where somebody yells faster, faster, and it's just really funny to think of somebody riding a horse yelling Master Blaster. <laughs> Um, there's not, there's no mention of it in okay. the story. Uh, oh, I know what this one is. It's the dancing, right? Uh, no. Is it not that? Okay. Oh. Um. Let's burp, burp right onto that mic. Burp. We can't do this. Sam anymore. and his cousin Bob were walking in the woods. The only sounds were leaves rustling now and then. A bird chirped. It's so quiet here, Bob whispered. Okay, that's not good. All right. That last one worked really well, and I feel like that's our peak, and we should probably move on to another segment. Yeah. Do we have another segment? <laughs> so, 
scary movies? Well, scary. can I? So I, I played this video game mm-hmm. that I just found out about called uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, um, and it portrays itself as a dating sim, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know if you've ever played a dating sim. But the plot of That's how I learned all my moves. Yeah. The plot of literally every and why day I'm single lady. Hot, hot anime girl. Uh, you try to woo them with your usually your timidness. Yes. Yeah. Really? You don't they're, just they're oh. made so you can play them with one hand. Yeah. Uh-huh. So the the way I play dating I mean. <laughs> dating sims is always just like overwhelm them with emotional difficulties. <laughs> yeah, well that's that's you that's why you're you're playing on hard. You need to turn the difficulty oh, okay, yeah. easy. Um, but so the game kind of portrays itself as a dating sim and, uh, I guess content warning right now, suicide, like that's going to come up. Um, I respect that. So you start off and you're this like kind of nerdy, uh, I feel like I'm spoiled now because I just know suicide's coming. Well, you don't, because you just don't know how it's going to happen. So it does give you a warning before you play that. It's like some of the images will be disturbing, blah, 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 blah. Um, you start off, you're like a nerdy kid into anime. And Does he kill himself? No. Um, your best friend. Does he kill himself? Is a girl. Does she kill herself? Let me tell the damn She story. kills herself. How does she kill herself? She does kill herself. All right. Knife. No. Rope. Mm, Rope? Yes. Got it. Second guess on both. All right. All right. This is the game. No. <laughs> so she's trying to get you to join a club because she thinks it'd be good for you. Is it a suicide club? No, it's a literature club. Hence, Doki Doki Literature Club. All right. Don't say that in that way. Like, I'm dumb and I'm supposed to remember the thing you said a minute ago. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> if you let me just tell the damn story. Fine. You didn't tell. let me tell the damn story. I did. I did. Let, I interrupted once. And at this point, you've interrupted multiple times well then I guess I whatever you owe me sexual tension sexual tension (laughs) Um, you gotta join you gotta donate to the Patreon if you wanna hear us have sex anyway so she tries to get you to join the literature club you can kind of romance the girls in the club Mm, you kind of romance well so you pick random words at the end of the day to write poems quote unquote and Mm -hmm. like depending on what words you choose it draws you closer to the girls in the club and after a couple days, uh, you set up a weekend where you help some of the other members uh, prepare for a festival. And your friend sees that and gets upset and winds up like committing suicide. And it's like, okay, well, what? that guy... I thought your friend was a girl. Yeah, she does. Well, it's because like, the whole thing is that she's in love with you and she's su- suffered from depression all this time and she uh... put on a, a tough outer face. Um, and it like looks like game over, and then the game restarts itself. Like, like because a lot of these, like the whole point is like you're supposed to save, and then you can kind of go down different paths. Well, if you try to reload a save, it tells you your saves are corrupted, and then it restarts the game, a new game, and it glitches out a couple times, mm. like from the beginning, and, and it's, it's haunted. Yeah, instead of you walking down, walking to school every morning with your friend, it like starts to say that, but her name appears as like glitch text, mm-hmm. and then it freezes and like screws up a little bit, and it's just like you've always walked to school alone, and it like erases her from existence. Ooh, that's kind of cool. And it's yeah. like a really weird, uh, like messing with like, you know, the meta ness of like video games. Mm-hmm. I like, 
I like that. It was, yeah. a, it was a really like cool I've read little... some creepy pasta like that. So yeah, it's like a really cool like little thing. But there's like a couple acts. I played through the whole thing in like two hours at work. Um, but it was it like freaked me out like a lot because it like does some stuff that's just like I wasn't it it subverts your expectations. It does a pretty yeah. good job of that. And I knew going into it that it's going to be creepy and weird because I like found out about it through like a an article about it that's like this game is horrifyingly intense or whatever mm-hmm. but that's that's what I would, i'm gonna check I that out play is that on steam i think it's on steam it's also free to download it's pay what you want sweet but. nice yeah. <clears throat> all right i think i found another one that could work um but i'm gonna need two suggestions okay from scary stories to tell stockbroker I need a replacement for a boy, and I would like it to be a very specific person. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to say I need a replacement for a boy, and also the title of the story is The Big Toe, and I would like a replacement for The Big Toe. Like a body part? I mean, I think ideally it would work best if it were a body part. Hmm. I wonder. I think there are two clear options. All right, here's my idea. Okay. Instead of boy, mm-hmm. it should be... Um... <laughs> you gotta make noises. This part's really boring. Yeah, well, I'm making noises. I thought you... <laughs> yeah, okay. I thought you'd have something more No, I, I was gonna say Anakin Skywalker. Mm, I was thinking Michael Keaton. Okay, Michael Keaton works. All right. And then the big toe? Instead of big toe... Instead of toe, I feel like it's ass or dick, or you can pick something else. It should be the big dick. It should be the big dick, right? <laughs> it could be the big dick, but I feel like that's too juvenile. Yeah. Like, what if it were, like, the big... But, but are we overthinking this? <laughs> like, what if it were the big Isle of Langerhans, which is part of your, like... Pancreas? All right, we're going to do, we're going to do, do Michael Keaton and dick, because I don't know what you just said. Give it's me a fun. more specific part of the dick. Frenulum. <laughs> All right, sure. Sure. All right. Michael Keaton was digging at the edge of the garden when he stru- saw a big. F- what do you say? Frenulum. 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 <laughs> I'm just gonna say. Is that dick. real? I'm just gonna say dick. No. Scrotum. Scrotum. Okay. Scrotum works. Scrotum works. Michael Keaton was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big scrotum. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something. So he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Here's what you fucked up by not yeah, picking come on, dick. Oh, Can I start over with dick? Yes. Yeah, sorry. All right. Do you want to pick someone different than Michael Keaton now that we found this time? All right, yeah. Um, this is one paragraph. Child actor Elijah Wood. All right. All right. Child actor Elijah Wood was digging at the edge of the garden when he saw a big dick. He tried to pick it up, but it was stuck to something, so he gave it a good hard jerk, and it came off in his hand. Then he heard something groan and scamper away. Child actor Elijah Wood took the dick into the kitchen and showed it to his mother. It looks nice and plump, she said. I'll put it in the soup. We'll have it for supper. That night, his father carved the toe into three pieces, and they each had a piece. Then they did the dishes, and when it got dark, they went to bed. Child actor Elijah Wood fell asleep almost at once, but in the middle of the night, a sound awakened child actor Elijah Wood. It was something out in the street. It was a voice, and it was calling to him. Where is my dick? It groaned. When child actor Elijah Wood heard that, he got very scared, but he thought, it doesn't know where I am. 
It will never find me, child actor Elijah Wood. Then he heard the voice once more, only now it was closer. Where is my dick? It groaned. Child actor Elijah Wood pulled the blankets over his head and closed his eyes. I'll go to sleep, he thought. When I wake up, it'll be gone. But soon he heard the back door open. And again, he heard the voice. Where is my dick? It groaned. Then child actor Elijah Wood heard footsteps move through the kitchen, into the dining room, into the living room, into the front hall. Then slowly they climbed the stairs. Closer and closer they came. Soon they were in the upstairs hall. Now they were outside his door. Where is my dick? The voice groaned. His door opened. Shaking with fear, he listened as the footsteps slowly moved through the dark toward child actor Elijah Wood's bed. Then they stopped. Where is my dick? The voice groaned. You've got it! <laughs> oh wait, there's a second thing. Yeah, it's supposed to reach out and grab somebody. And at this point, pause and then jump at the person next to you and shout, you've got it. The big dick also has another ending. When child actor Elijah Wood hears the voice calling for its toe, he finds a strange for looking... For its dick. dick. For its... What did I say? For its... For its sorry, for he its... He did that once in the story, too. Fuck! Yeah. Um, Ruined my immersion. Yeah. yeah. No laughs. Cut it. Cut. Cut this bit. Uh, it paws better at it. When the boy hears the voice calling for its dick, he finds a strange looking, strange looking creature up in the chimney. Child actor Elijah Wood is so frightened he can't move. He just stands there and stares at it. Finally, he asks, what's it, what's, what you got such big eyes for? And the, what? And the creature answers, to look you through and through. What, what, what you got such big claws for? To scratch at your grave. What, 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 what you got such a big mouth for? To su- 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 suck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I added that part, but the rest yeah. of it isn't very good. Okay, no, I've got one. <laughs> you got this it. one's very good, and I, I don't need any uh, replacements, because I'll, I'll, I will tell you this. You already picked them? Yes, because <laughs> this is a name replacement. The title of this story is Harold. It actually is called Harold. Okay, nice. So I'm going to replace the other two names in this with your name and my name. Perfect. <laughs> All right, nice. It'll be perfect. All right. This is kind of a long one, so buckle up, buckaroos. When it got hot in the valley, Nick and Paul drove their cows up to a cool green pasture in the mountain to graze. Usually they stayed there with the cows for two months. Then they brought them back down to the valley again. I remember when we did that. That's yeah, true. The work was easy enough, but oh, it was boring. All day, the two men tended their cows. At night, they went back to the tiny hut where they lived and, and presumably fucked. I added that. Uh, <laughs> they ate supper and worked in the garden and went to sleep. It was always the same. Then Nick had an idea that changed everything. Let's make a doll the size of a man, he said. I, I, I remember I said that. Yeah. I thought that, that was a good idea. It would be fun to make. And we could put it in the garden to scare away the birds. And also to fuck. It should look like Harold, Paul said. <laughs> Harold was a farmer they both hated. <laughs> they made the doll out of an old sack stuffed with straw. They gave it a pointy nose like Harold's and tiny eyes like his. 
Then they added dark hair and a twisted frown. Of course, they also gave it Harold's name. Each morning on their way to the pasture, they tied Harold to a pole in the garden to scare away the birds. Each night they brought him inside so that he wouldn't get ruined if it rained. And also they fucked him. <laughs> when they were feeling playful, <laughs> they would talk to him. One of them might say, How are the vegetables growing today, Harold? The other, making believe he was Harold, would answer in a crazy voice, very slowly. That is what Harold sounds, sounds like. Just like <laughs> That's like a good it. Harold impression. Uh, they both would laugh, but not Harold. <laughs> Whenever something went wrong, they took it out on Harold. That sounds like a podcast. They would both laugh, but not Harold. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty accurate. Yeah, this, is, this is literally about us. Um, Alvin something, Schwartz is yeah. a fucking... <laughs> yeah. When something went wrong, they took it out on Harold. They would curse at him, even kick him or punch him. Also accurate, yeah. Sometimes one of them would take the food they were eating, which they were both sick of, and smear it on the doll's face. <laughs> How do you like that stew, Harold? He would ask. Well, you better eat it, or else. Then the two men would howl with laughter. One night after Nick had wiped Harold's face with food, Harold grunted. <clears throat> Did you hear that? Paul asked. It was Harold, Nick said. It was Harold. I was watching him when it happened. I can't believe it. How could he grunt? Paul asked. He's just a sack of straw. It's not possible. Let's throw him into the fire, said Nick. <laughs> That's and- a good idea to respond that way immediately. <laughs> and that'll be that. <laughs> I was gonna, yeah, that's usually my response. Let's not do anything stupid, said Paul. We don't know what's going on. When we move the cows down, we'll leave him behind. For now, let's just keep an eye on him. So they left Harold sitting in a corner of the hut. They didn't talk to him or take him outside anymore. Now and then the dog grunted, but that was all. After a few days decided there was nothing to be afraid of. Maybe a mouse or some insects had gotten inside Harold and making those sounds. So Nick and Paul went back to their old ways. Each morning they put Harold out in the garden and each night they brought him back into the hut. When they felt playful, they joked with him. When they felt mean, they treated him as badly as ever. That's a very weird <laughs> sexual relationship going on with this doll. Then one night, Paul noticed something that frightened him. Don't objectify Harold. Harold's growing, he said. That's right, I am. I was thinking the same thing, Nick said. Maybe it's... Sh- I just imagine, like, the... Bow, bow, chicka, 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 well, like, where the straw boner... Just, yeah. <laughs> or, like, the, the scene in Airplane where she has to reinflate. <laughs> um, oh, man. Uh, where was I? Your dad's gonna love that. Yeah, your dad, yeah. Uh, I was thinking the same thing, Paul. Uh, Nick said... Maybe it's just our imaginations, Paul replied. We have been up here on this mountain too long. Next morning while they were eating, Harold stood up and walked out of the hut. He climbed up on the roof and trotted back and forth like a horse on its hind legs. It's it's a weird simile to use. Uh, All day and all night he trotted like that. In the morning, Harold climbed down and stood in a far corner of the pasture. I want to think that that was not something you added in just like an editor's note <laughs> yeah. that was like accidentally like, printed. Ask Alvin how he's doing. <laughs> Alvin, have you seen a horse? <laughs> Alvin, use a better simile. Um, uh, Harold climbed down and stood in a far corner of the pasture. The men had no idea what he would do next. They were afraid. They decided to take the cows down into the valley that same day. When they left, Harold was nowhere in sight. They felt if they had escaped a great danger and began joking and singing, but when they had gone only a mile or two, they realized they had forgotten to bring the milking stools. Uh, Neither one wanted to go back for them, but the stools would cost a lot to replace. They're stools, whatever. Uh, There really is nothing to be afraid of, they told one another. After all, what could a doll do? 
They drew straws to see which Apparently one would go back. Apparently, shot like a horse on its hind legs, which yeah. is a crazy simile. Yeah. They drew they drew straws to see which one would go back. It was Nick. Fuck. I'll catch up with you, he said, and Paul walked on towards the valley. When Paul came to a rise in the path, he looked back for Nick. He didn't see him anywhere. Mm, Harold. But he did see Harold. The doll was on the roof of the hut again. As Paul watched, Harold kneeled and stretched out a bloody skin to dry in the sun. (laughs) Okay. I feel like I wanted to think that Scary Stories 3 was just as good, but... That does not have a lot of resolution. I get that Harold killed him, but I don't understand any of the ma- magic behind Harold killing me. Well, yeah, I feel like there's a. Is it horse there. magic? What? No, there's there's horse magic in there. But also, they didn't kill the original Harold. That was just a farmer. They did. They, yeah, like, they made right? fun of him, but they beat the doll, and they're like anger <laughs> and their their hatred to the doll made it come to life, and because they mistreated the doll, it killed they skinned them. them. Yeah, skinned them. All right, but they just like. Beat it, and they put food on its face. They they actively decided they not, abused the not doll. to burn the, it. This is a case of domestic abuse. Okay, that's fair. And the doll responded in a way that it saw fit, which was to murder its abusers, and that's fine. I have no problem with that. Right. It's good, actually. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is that when Harold eventually snaps and kills one of us, it'll, we deserve <laughs> it'll it. It'll be totally justified. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely deserved it. You can play this episode. Yeah, this is. <laughs> in the court of law. <coughs> okay. I mean, yeah. fair enough. I understand. I guess I'm just kind of bitter because I'm the one that got killed in that story. <laughs> and my, my skin was stretched. All right, what time are we at? Uh, we're over an hour at this point. You want to wrap up? You want to do one last one? I, I feel like it'll take a while to find a good last one. Is there any, like, really short ones? Probably. But <laughs> I feel like this is the thing where I have to thumb through the book. All right. Yeah. So if you guys just want to talk about something unrelated while I... <clears throat> or, or tell a story, or your favorite spooky joke, or Halloween candy, if we don't... I recommend... I mean, I've already talked about the movie Wreck. I think we were recording when I brought that up. I don't remember if that I came. don't remember. Um, but I highly recommend Wreck 1 and Wreck 2. Like, record REC. They made an American version called Quarantine. That sucked a whole lot of butts. Oh, I found one called The Hook. Wait, fuck. You sure it's not called The Penis Implant? <laughs> People love callbacks to the episode that we're currently recording. <laughs> Uh, how about the high beams? A wooga woo. No. Okay. High beams is good. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. I right. have a spooky movie recommendation. Are we doing movie plugs right now? Yeah. Well, I was just playing on what he was. Yeah. Doing. I mean, I figure, figure, figure. figure if we can't be spooky ourselves, we can at least direct people. To yeah. The if you want to get spooked. Yeah. The the proper media for a good uh a, a good spooking. Yeah. For me, it's Fire in the Sky. I've never heard of that. That's it the is... one with dragons, right? And Christian Bale? No, no, no. Oh, I don't no, know. No. Um, That's a different thing. It's, it's kind of like a sci-fi horror movie. Uh, like early 90s, pretty not well known. Um, but it's about an alien abduc- abduction okay. in the most horrific way possible. And back then, there was no like CGI, so like these... Alien puppets—they really made him real creepy, and 
It's pretty awesome. It's basically the whole movie is just the abduction, and then it kind of goes back to when he's home again and his like psychological trauma from yeah, it. from the abduction. Yeah. Okay. Crazy movie. Not well known. I don't even know if it's critically yeah well yeah, received, never... but I love it. I just remember it from my childhood. Yeah. It haunted me, and I still love it. I watched it like probably a few months ago. It's a good movie. All right, ninety um, three. I yeah. all right. I can't find any other stories, uh, so I feel like. What's your movie recommendation? Um, scary movie. You know, I got really drunk and watched all the Conjuring movies and Annabelle like a few months ago, and actually I haven't really watched any that. of those. It was like, oh, fun. Yeah, I liked one well enough. If you watch them with friends and just get like a little drunk and like want to make fun of them a little bit, but yeah. overall enjoy a film, they're perfect for that. Oh yeah. yeah, I didn't see Annabelle, but I watched Conjuring one last year, and we just watched Conjuring two a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I enjoyed those. Yeah, but uh, so those in uh, what's the other film that was Insidious? Insidious. I never saw Insidious, so Ins- I can't comment on the that. first Insidious. Is the only one I've seen. The first half of it is very good because I have like a very particular taste in horror films. Like I mm. want them to be tense and atmospheric and not like jump scares like something coming at you like i prefer like weird stuff in the background or mm-hmm. bizarre happenings that are just like tense it's like a very mood setting thing and the first half of insidious is very good at that and then it becomes it tries to basically become the exorcist but like yeah. wilder and i hated that so what are the recommendations fire it Fire, Fire in the, the Sky, sky which mm. is apparently a biopic. Is it? Yeah, it's apparently a docudrama. It's oh, okay. I think I knew that, yeah. yeah. Um, the Conjuring? Wreck 1 and Wreck 2. And The Conjuring 1 and 2. Um, the, I guess the final thing I want to close with, which we can do short along. Um, what scary thing, like, fucking tormented you when you were a kid? Like, what did you see that bothered you for way too long? Hmm. <clears throat> Personally, for me, like, the things that really got to me when I was a kid was um, the X-Files episode that's, like, actually, like, three stories in one, and there's one story that was written by Stephen King, and it was, like, it was, like, a doll that, like, had an evil, like, spirit in it, and it could convince people to do things. Yeah, that was one story. It's called Chinga. Chinga, yeah. But, like, weren't there other stories in that episode? No. But was it just Chinga? It's just Chinga, but it, it was a great episode because it was uh, very Scully focused, and Scully was the believer there, and Walter yeah. was the the skeptic. And there's a well, I was eight years old or something like that, so I had no idea of that frame of reference. All I knew was that there was an evil doll that got people to claw, claw their eyes out. And there's one scene in that where like the moms at the grocery store, mm-hmm. and there's like a fucking like mutilated guy in, in the, the like freezer. in the like freezer, and he's like. Ugh. And I remember, like, being a kid and always being afraid of the freezer section because of that fucking thing. Oh, man. I was also, on a related note, terrified of Chucky. I don't know if I ever saw Chucky, but Child's Play got to me in a way that one time, like, me and my mom used to go to flea markets and stuff and look for Star Wars toys. And uh, there was one time she told me about where she, like, was looking at something and I was just walking around and then... She just heard me scream and then run outside. And when she turned around, she saw that the booth had like an entire section of like Chucky dolls. And then she had to like run and go get me. 
That and of course like the Sixth Sense. Like the Sixth Sense, I think fucked up everyone. Yeah, I don't know if I saw that as a kid. Um, real quick about Chinga that episode. <laughs> sorry, this you can't talk about the X Files without me going on my bullshit. Mm-hmm. Back on my bullshit. Um, that has one of my favorite interactions in it, where Scully calls Mulder to ask if, like, he has any explanation for what happened. Um, and Mulder is watching something on TV. And it's porn. And all you can hear is, like, moans and groans, and it sounds like porn. Oh, but, yeah, okay. And he, he, like, quickly, he's like, when he answers the phone... And she's like, are you watching something? And he's like, oh, shit, she can hear it. So he rushes to mute it. And she's like, what are you watching? And he just goes, uh, world's deadliest swarms. And you're just like, okay, because this is already well established at this point that Mulder has a porn addiction. Mm-hmm. There's multiple jokes about how he's going to die from autoerotic asphyxiation. Um, but then at the end of that scene, and he hangs up the phone, you get a cut of the TV, and it actually is people being attacked by bees, <laughs> which is... Just fucking genius to me. That's very good. All right. And now, what fucked you up as a kid? Um, I didn't movie horror movie related. Not anything. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, that's, that's a, a different movie. episode. I, see, I didn't get into horror movies until later, and at that point, like nothing really. I don't think anything traumatized me as a kid. Like, cause my parents pretty much kept me away from stuff. Like, I wasn't able to watch like like play T rated games and stuff. I feel like you're just appealing to your dad. Who's no, I, I like, but no, but seriously, I don't know if there's anything movie related that I had like some big trauma. Like I had the typical uh, childhood fears of like not being able to sleep because of like just the thought of my parents dying. Mm-hmm. Like, like there were multiple nights I remember trying to go to sleep and not being able to because like that kept me awake. But I don't know if there's any like horror movie specific thing. I do remember freaking out when I was young because my neighbor told me that my house... He basically told me the plot to the movie Poltergeist, (laughs) but said that that was my house. (laughs) Okay. And, like, I did not know about the movie Poltergeist, but he said, like, yeah, your house is built on an Indian burial ground, um, all this other shit. And that fucked me up. I remember being very freaked out by that for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, The kids in my neighborhood were not nice to me <laughs> so but I don't think I have any like horror movie specific things like that um, any like scary stories or ghost stories I mean I used to watch like I used to watch Beyond Belief Factor Fiction man I love Beyond Belief with Jonathan yeah. Frakes and I used to watch other like ghost stories and couldn't sleep because I would just be worried about everything that I read um when I was younger, like probably my freshman year of college, I used to read like I used to go on like slash x slash like paranormal yeah, on yeah. 4chan and just like scare myself silly based on all the shit I would read there yeah. and not be able to sleep. And then I like do not I still do not feel comfortable living on like the ground floor somewhere because I'm so sure that like at some point I'll just look out the window and see someone's face there. Yeah, mm. I was actually going to joke about that earlier. When you were asking for ghost stories, yeah. I was just going to tell that story and pretend that happened to me. I, I, I never saw it. Like, it was a thing I was worried about when I lived at my parents, and it's a thing that I, like, I have always tried to live above ground since then. But I remember one time in high school when we were all, like, drunk and maybe stoned, 
and we walked around my friend's neighborhood <laughs> You're in and there garage. was someone watching it was not that house it was a different neighborhood but I remember we were walking around the streets you know because that's what you do in New Drunkenstone and then <laughs> someone was watching The Simpsons in their house and I love The Simpsons so I was trying to figure out what episode it was and then I got closer and closer and closer until I had a moment where I'm like oh my god I'm that guy for them yeah. right now <laughs> you know it's like we gotta go <laughs> Now, I was just talking to John about this. The, the thing that freaked me out the most is... Uh, so, I'm, like, real into cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Like, this idea of, like, replacing our shitty human parts with better robot parts. Um, and there's a game called Soma, which is made by the people that did Penumbra, um, Black Plague, Penumbra Overture. That's the, like, underwater... Or Yeah. 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 It's the people who did Amnesia. It's, like, their follow-up to Amnesia, The Dark Descent. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, in that game, like a big thing they mess with is like your character has a terminal brain illness. I don't know if they say cancer outright, but something like that. And you go in and get a brain scan. And then like when the scan's over, you wake up in a like underwater, like Bioshock facility. Yeah. It's kind of like Bioshock, but it's like you wake up in this underwater facility that is just like falling apart and all this stuff is going on but it constantly like the whole thing throughout the film or the film the, the game is this idea of like like the prestige kind of thing like if you copy somebody if you make a copy mm-hmm. who's the original and like yeah. where does your consciousness go like if you were to create a, a complete copy of yourself you would still have your consciousness but that copy would seem exactly like you to everybody else um, so, like, if you were to do like, a robot body and, like, try to transfer your mind over and you just copied it over, would your original consciousness stay in your body? And then, like, that would have to get be gotten rid of or whatever. And that stuff really freaks me out. That's okay. something that, like, terrifies me now. Like, that's, mm-hmm. like, a thing that I was talking to John about yesterday. Like, that's, that's stuff that really unnerves me is, is stuff like that. Okay. Um, but no, there's nothing, like, that jumps out to me as like as a kid um because i didn't really i wasn't until my freshman year in college that i started like really getting into movies one thing one thing i did remember dress mm-hmm. everyone jurassic park when the t-rex comes out of the fucking woods we had surround sound yeah and i watched that scene and I had seen the movie before. This was now with surround sound. So I jumped behind the couch because I knew that scene was coming up and that scene always freaked me out. Was not expecting the sound to come from behind me as well. <laughs> and that scared the shit out of me. Hell yeah. But that, that wasn't something that stayed with me. That was just like a one and done. On a related note, I, um, I went to Universal Studios um, on about September 10th, 2001. Which is a separate story that I will not get into. Which I think we might think have previously done. Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like September 10th, 2001, uh, me and my parents went to Universal Studios. There they have a Jaws ride. And they have like, it's like a boat you get on. And then it like goes around and then like Jaws pops out. And like, <laughs> that seems fine. But Bruce pops out. Um, 
Springsteen. Uh, <laughs> Posse's just like, hey, trapped like us. We were born to Jaws. My Halloween costume this year, by the way, is going to be Bruce Frankenstein, which is a Frankenstein Bruce Springsteen. And it'll be fun. All right, because I really am into the idea. And also, of... I need plans if this comes out tomorrow and people want to invite. It's fine. No one's going to listen. I'm, hold on. I'm really into the idea of Bruce the Shark Springsteen. I think that's something, but let me finish my story. Anyway, uh, we were on a boat. We were on like a little pontoon, and like a shark jumped out. And like I was a little scared, but then like there's this like girl behind me who was like, I felt like older. Like I feel like I was like nine and she was like 12 but she's like crying hysterically and i think there was a part in my brain where that knew she was older and i was like oh my god she's right to be afraid and then that night my dad like i was like i want to go swimming and my dad was like do you want to go swimming and i was like yeah and then we went out to like the pool like the chlorine filled outdoor pool mm-hmm. and i was like i don't want to go in there's a shark in there and my dad was like it's an outdoor chlorine filled pool there's definitely not a shark in there. And I was like, we went on Jaws today. There's a shark in there. And he was like, do you not want to go swimming? And I was like, no, I want to go swimming. I just think there's a shark in there. And he was like, there's, just, there's, like, there's not a shark in there. Just swim if you want to. And then I went in there for like 30 seconds. And I was like, all right, I want to go upstairs. And he was like, all right. <laughs> I didn't know this was going to affect you this way. And I'm sorry. That's okay. That, that. That happened to me. I had a similar thing with Jaws. Yeah. Like, I saw Jaws, and then, that like, I saw Jaws before I went down to my grandmother's for a whole summer. Yeah. And I didn't swim in the ocean once. I would only swim in the pool. Yeah. Yeah, I was afraid of the deep end of the pool because of that. Yeah. I don't I, See, I don't know if it's because of Jaws, but now that you mention it, maybe it is. Yeah. Because, I mean, I saw that like immediately before like the, i even remember seeing it so the night like, before i went to the pool and it was fine and then i saw jaws and that's why my dad was so frustrated like he wasn't mean about it he was just like why aren't you enjoying the pool the way you did the night before and i was like jaws and he was like you know that was a fake shark and also this is an outdoor pool and i was like yes but i'm afraid and he was like we can go inside and i was like no i can handle this and then it was like 30 seconds it's like I want to go up, and he's like, "Oh, what did I do? <laughs> what did we do? What did Universal Studios do?" Yeah, that's. I felt that after riding the Incredible Hulk ride. You were afraid of green people. <laughs> I was afraid of the pool because the. You're afraid of Eric Bana. <laughs> Can't see Eric Banya in anything. Banya, is nice. It, is it Banya? I have no idea. I, I think it's. I thought it's Banya. He's like. Israeli, not oh, Spanish. Oh, that is definitely probably Banna. Yeah. Eric Banner. Bannon. Banner? Banner? I think it's Banner. I think it's just Banner. He's I think Jewish. It's Banner. I think he was like Banner. one of the main guys in Munich. He is not Spanish. I think it's Bruce Bannon. Bruce Banner. All right. Um, <laughs> Harold, do you have anything that scarred you as a youth that you want to talk about? Well, I already mentioned it was Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky. Yeah. The, yeah. The, their approach to the um, abduction scene. There's a scene with a needle in it. It's uh, fucked up. Can you like describe it briefly? Well, it's kind of like the climax of the movie. Okay, so I don't so want to ruin it. it. Yeah. All right. Um, so watch Fire in the Sky. Yeah, the I mean, I wasn't really afraid of aliens, but uh, after that, I mean, that was scary as fuck. But I kind of became like fascinated with that idea. Mm. So, yeah. Oh, arach- arachnophobia. The movie Arachnophobia. 
I wouldn't. I didn't wash my hair for a month afterwards because of the scene where the the girl's washing her hair and the spider crawls out and drops yeah. under, and that freaked me the fuck out because I hate spiders and I was just like, absolutely not, no. And even though that washes down the drain and it's fine, like that idea. Man, all right. I feel like okay. I'm really div- I'm really learning more and more about myself as a young youth. Yeah, I feel like I was scared of fucking everything. I um used to always have to check the shower curtain to make sure no one was hiding in there. Mm. I feel like that's a common thing, but you guys didn't mention that. Am I alone in that? Well, now know? that you mention it, it's like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, like, I was afraid of the dark. Like, I didn't yeah. even immediately think of that, because we're talking about movies, but I would always yeah. see shit in the dark. Yeah. I remember one time... I was looking at like the ceiling light fan after like my mom like tucked me in when I was really little. Yeah. And I called out to her. I was looking at the light bulb and was like, Mom, there's an eye staring at me. <laughs> and she turned the light on and I was like, it's gone. And she turned it off and I was like, it's right there. It was just a light bulb. Yeah. So it's stupid shit like that. <laughs> I don't know if I had the shower curtain thing. Because I didn't see Psych- Psycho wasn't a thing that I saw. And I feel like that's like a... I don't even know if I saw it. I feel like that I mean, might just like be in a shining too. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's just the thing where you're like, a human belongs in there and is not there. <sighs> and it should I just be do... open all the time if there's not a human. <laughs> Actually, uh... I'm like past it now that I always keep the shower curtain closed now and don't think anything about it. But when I was growing up, like in my parents' house, that was the thing. Where like, I knew it was dumb. Like, I'd do it as a teenager and I knew it was dumb. But I would just have to like, be like, this is dumb. All right, I'm just going to take a poop. This is dumb. All right. Ah! All right. No one will ever know about that until I have a podcast 10 years later. <laughs> High beams in this book. Yeah. Like the plot of that is like somebody follows somebody home and they occasionally keep turning their high beams on and turning it off. And it's because there's somebody hiding in the back of her car mm-hmm. going to murder her. And that's the thing that freaked me out when I started mm-hmm. driving for the first time. Really? It's like constantly checking the backseat to make sure there's nobody there, especially when I was driving the van. I'm, like, not as worried about it now. Yeah. But with the van, because there are, like, two, yeah. like, rows of seats behind me, that always, like, was something that stuck in my mind. Mm. I never did that. Uh, now my biggest fear is that there's just going to be, like, Nazis at a bar that just want to stab people. Yeah. <laughs> I guess since I've seen Green Room, I'm just worried that, like, a bar I go to is going to have people that are way into an unsavory scene. And they're just, like, going to want to get into a fight. And I'm going to be drunk enough to, like, argue certain opinions and then get stabbed. It happens. <laughs> it it does know. happen, It's yeah. happened at Yacht Club. They had a problem with, like, a Nazi guy. Was it? I know the Comet also just had a thing. Yeah, really? I've seen yeah. Nazis at, like, Tavern. And then I had a friend who, like, wanted to say shit. And I was like, buddy, calm down. Like, buddy, just, like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Yeah, the Comet just had a th- Somebody just shared a thing where they basically said they weren't going to play at the Comet anymore because... Nazis. Well, yeah, somebody was like, like it wasn't the originally it wasn't a Nazi. It was somebody being like kind of a perv and like being just creepy and, mm-hmm. uh, I I I can't remember if like it was they were outright like groping people or if they were just kind of being menacing. Yeah. Uh, and like the staff didn't do anything until eventually like they did try to i think grab somebody or like threaten somebody and eventually like people tried to stop them and then the staff finally stepped up and like kicked them out and then like at the end of the night some like nazi asshole came back like came around and like 
punch the like wound up punching the bartender because they were trying to start shit. It was like damn. It's like a really fucked up yeah uh, scene, and it's like I don't understand why the why that's happening. Yeah. All right. Well, I do, but yeah. All right, we get. I feel like one more segment that won't close the podcast. Uh, and the last thing I want to ask is any like childhood recurring dreams. For me, <clears throat> even to this day, uh, tornado dreams. Really? Yeah. And and I'm not even. I mean, I get freaked out during storms, mm-hmm. and I think that kind of plays into it. I cannot be outside if there's lightning really i am terrified yeah. of lightning and like i don't know why i think it's stupid once i'm inside i was like that was dumb i'm not gonna get hit by lightning but, but it, it could just, happen yeah, i got an you? episode of the x-files for you yeah <laughs> oh the good one with jack black yeah. right yeah so i don't know i think no, I'm uh, like, weather and natural disasters they make their way into my dreams all the time so i never have that um i actually like this morning i <laughs> I had that dream that I think, like, everyone who went to college has. But, like, I have a dream that there's, like, a class. Not that, like, I showed up to class in my underwear. Or not that, like, I have to give a lecture and I didn't study. I just wake up, like, half aware that there's a class that, like, I forgot about that I have to go take the exam for. Mm. Or there's a class that, like, I have to study for. I've had that dream before. Yeah. Yeah. I had that this morning where I woke up and I was like, fuck, I gotta go to that, like, science class. And then I was like, wait. I'm not in school anymore. I graduated high school. <laughs> yeah. And then I like, like I think I, I like have my college diploma on my wall just so I can wake up and look and be like, wait, all that's done. But it still like takes my sleep brain like a couple minutes to be like, no, dude, like you already did that. It's not like they give you that and then you have to do more things. Yeah. And that's weird. The uh, The weather thing is like not in my dreams but like i wanted to be a meteorologist in fourth grade until i found out about tornadoes in which point i was just like no fuck no like like if i find out any more it's that's no it's not good so tornadoes always freak me out hurricanes though i'm like like i stayed up all night at my grandmother's um, when a hurricane went by to like watch the lightning and like the storm like that stuff really fascinates me yeah if i'm indoors right yeah (laughs) um Recurring dreams, I think the thing that I probably happens the most that I, like, remember is, like, dreams about me getting ready for my day. Yeah. Like, where I'll dream about, like, getting ready for work. Like, I've done, like, taking a shower, done all my shit, whatever. Got dressed and, like, getting out the door and I, like, walk out the door and then wake up and be like, fuck me. I didn't actually do any of that and now I'm late. That sucks. It's, like, a weird... Hey, I used to have that and I feel like my version of that, because my job isn't very demanding, has just turned into, like, I have a lot of, like, you know, weird, like, fights with people I care about in my dreams. And then wake up and I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, that didn't really happen. But then, like, you still have that fucking lingering, like... So you're just mad? Yeah. Mm. And, like, you can't... It's not a real thing, because it happened in your dream. But also, like, maybe there's some subtextual thing there that's not okay. And it's just in my brain, I'm like, I'm not okay with this person because of this dream. Which is, like, a dumb fucking thing, but is part of life. Uh, But, okay. The weirdest thing for me, when I was a kid, I had a recurring dream that was black and white security camera footage of like 
a stock room in a laboratory. And there's a scientist in a lab coat who was like looking at one of the shelves because it was like filled with like boxes and shelves. It was like the Indiana Jones thing. And then there was a, uh, I believe they're Koopa Troopas from the Super Mario yeah, Brothers the movie. Turtles. No, but from the Super Mario Brothers oh, movie the, with ooh. Bob Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Yeah. Where they're just like lizard people with tiny heads and giant bodies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a dream that one of those would like wander over to a forklift. And then, like, sit in it and turn it on and accidentally kill the scientist. And it was, like, black and white security camera footage. And when I was a kid, I had that dream probably eight times. And after it happened, it would just, like, zoom in and replay. And it was, like, really fucking disturbing to me. And I don't know what that is or what that meant. But that, like, has stayed with me. There's some Freudian out there really (laughs) fucking... If anyone could tell me, like, what I'm getting from, like, a fucking Koopa Trooper from Dennis Hopper's Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, he uh, wrote, starred, <laughs> produced, directed that film. Then I also always had a dream, like, I had a dream that evolved later on, that um, me and my dad were walking through a park where, like, an evil person had shrunk all the monuments of the world, which is a big trope, and, like, put them in the park and we were walking by them. And there was, like, a thing where we had to go to a house at the end of it. And my dad had to talk to this, like, lady, this, like, mystical lady who knew things. But I was just there because I was the sidekick and he was, like, the adventurer. And then he was talking to her. And then, like, a tiger came up from her basement and, like, didn't like me and started, like, swiping at me. And my dream would always end in me hiding behind the chair that he was in while the tiger tried to attack me. And then I would wake up. And that happened several times as well. So the, the weirdest dream that I ever had, and it was only one time, was... And this, was, this had to be right after I played Assassin's Creed 2. Because the climax of that game is you fist fighting the Pope. <laughs> and in this dream, I was a cop in L.A. For whatever reason, I believe I was like an L.A. cop. Yeah. But for whatever reason, I was in the Vatican. It was like a very diehard thing where somebody had taken hostage a bunch of children in Vatican City, like in, in the like the the main uh, building there in Vatican City. And I was for whatever reason dispatched to go take care of it. And I came in, and after fighting with people, I realized that the person who had taken the kids hostage was the Pope. And very demolition man style thing. The Pope like murdered all these children and like framed me for it. And I had to go for, I didn't get arrested or whatever, but like public opinion was not on my side. Um, (laughs) It's very weird. And so I went back to my cap, like my captain, police captain in LA and was telling him about this (laughs) and he believed me. And so we, yeah, so we time traveled back because I was telling people like, no, the Pope's the one who did this. The Pope was the bad guy here and nobody believed me because it's the Pope. Um, Also, I think this is some fears of like Benedict the 16th who like, looked creepy to me mm-hmm. like after pope john paul ii who looked like a nice old guy and then mm-hmm. benedict the 16th palpatine yeah looked like emperor palpatine um 
So my police chief believed me, so he time-traveled back to before that incident, and then he followed me in, and we went together and saved the children this time, and then my dream ended with me beating the shit out of the Pope (laughs) in a fist fight, and then I woke up. And that was a very bizarre dream. It's only happened once. It's not recurring, but it's the weirdest dream that I've ever had. Well, you know what? I think... uh Based on the content of that and the release schedule, even though they're out of order, I think talking about popes yeah. is a great point to end this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Because this will be the Halloween spooktacular. And then next week or the week after, depending on release schedule, will be the Pope-tacular. Yeah, the, the Halloween Pope-tacular. But not Halloween, the post-Halloween yeah. Pope-tacular. Kind of like Just a the normal... Sorry, All Saints Day Pope-tacular. <laughs> All Pope's Day Pope-tacular. Well, I feel like this is a fun episode. Yeah, that was yeah it's a very long episode. I feel very like it was long. spooky. Yeah, it's a spooktacular. Uh, we told a lot of cathartic stories and relatable stories. We haven't recorded stories. in like... Wait, are we recording? Uh, no, I forgot to record the whole thing. Fuck! No, I'm just kidding. Oh, oh okay, cool. Um, I would have actually, I probably would have never done this podcast again. <laughs> I've just been like, no, fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> this uh, sucks. Fair enough. <laughs> I hate this. All right. Any, uh, how do we close this? Any plugs? Nah. Nope. Nope. No one's got nothing. I mean, I guess if this is coming out, my birthday's on the 7th. I'm going to be at Arlen's for karaoke, probably. Yeah, go to Arlen's on this November 7th. It's also. The anniversary of the Russian Revolution, if you're into that kind of thing. Oh, if you're into that kind of thing. Technically, uh, today is also the anniversary. Old style because of the Julian Gregorian calendar Mm -hmm. nonsense. So, like, in Russia, the day was October 26th, which for us would have been October 25th, Mm -hmm. 1917. But when you adjust for the from the Gregorian calendar to the Julian calendar, because they were using the Gregorian calendar as old style. Mm Mm-hmm. Good Julian beer. calendar new style. Fine beer. Decent beer. It actually occurred on November 7th. Okay. Well, which I've... also is Leon Trotsky's birthday. Whew. Well, there's only ca- one calendar I care about, and it's the release calendar of Think. So. Let's see. <laughs> Fuck, that didn't have a transition. Uh, so let's end this episode so I can put it out tomorrow and the next day. Yep. So I get it out. For all our adoring fans, uh, I guess this fucking let's just do it here. Uh, please like, rate, subscribe, smash that MF and like button. Just like talk to your friends, and whenever yeah. they're like, I'm dr- sometimes I'm driving and I don't want to listen to music, but I don't want to listen to silence. Be like, hey, have you tried podcasts? Also, here's one. Yeah, mention it among like five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if 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 you like, this is basically a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> yeah, I mean, where you what you have to do is you have to like show your friends at one episode of the podcast, but then they have to pay full price for all of it. They've they've opened the box now. They've they've undone yeah. the ribbon, and now they have to pay for it. So just you know, just whatever. Do your thing. Tell people. Talk about it. If we're you, we're eventually going to get sued, and then we'll get big. But yeah. until then. Yeah, and if you hate what we're doing, let us know. We'll probably won't change anything, but you yeah. Know. If you would buy merch, let me know what you'd buy, and I'll make it for you. Yeah, it won't be good. 
<laughs> it will not be good. I'll probably just write but, theme in, per, in permanent marker on a white t-shirt. I, but that's custom. It's handmade. And it's $38, so you fucking deal with it. Yeah. I gotta pay for SoundCloud. It's true. Well, not for much longer. Isn't SoundCloud going away? No, they got bought out. It's oh, like they got fine. Bought out. Yeah. Okay. I was worried about that. All right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, but in the middle of our existential crisis here about the existence of the podcast, we what there there's exciting news in the future, or there's exciting news soon for the future of theme, but we're not going to deal with it in this episode. We'll deal with it soon. But there's something that. exciting coming that apparently I'll brief Paul on after this is yeah, done. Say, I don't know what this news so is. I know what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. So say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Good night. Or day. Or what? Fuck off. Happy Halloween. <laughs>